actually goes like a full sweater because the snuggie doesn't do that. Right. Yeah. A snuggie is just like a, a snuggie. It's got a big old. No, I'm pocket. I'm chilly. I'm getting my. Just a little chilly. Oh, there's so many cameras in here now. I know. Mike, Mike, what's up, Guy <laughs> Miller? Hi. I don't know if he can actually see Mike. us yet. It'd be Mike cool Mike? if somebody named Mike would log on right now. Guy Mike? Miller's there. It's not a Mike, but it's a guy. Hey, Hi, guy. Mike Miller. <laughs> what is happening? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm seeing where the box is based on where I'm. 40 seconds behind it, unfortunately. Oh, I guess I could have looked. This is the edge of the box. <laughs> he looks dead. What's wrong with him? Something's <laughs> happened. Something's happened to Seth. I'm, I'm oh, you could see my feet? Like, you could see me sitting crisscross? See your ankles. Oh, that's okay. It's highly inappropriate. <laughs> for the 1800s. Could you please could you please cover up your ankles? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I believe Dalton actually believes that. No. If you do You don't know. What's yeah. funny is I I know there's light on you guys, but it doesn't it's look like dark. there's light on you guys. Yeah, I know. It kinda looks like y'all are in a box. Like, well, a yellow, yellow healthy. box. Yeah. Everybody in a building is technically in a box. I have a dentist appointment today. Ooh. Are you looking? Ew. Is that why you're kind of acting all weird? Did I don't you think that's did what they it do some pre-laughing gas? He's not acting gas? weird. I think that's I, all just... I have to do is get a teeth cleaning. There's nothing. That's I mean, not that's, a problem. That was very painful for me. What? Teeth cleaning is super painful when you don't have good teeth. Huzzah! <laughs> you don't have good teeth. I don't have good teeth either. Why? I'm prone to everything bad. How that many teeth. cavities? Chelsea, you got? I bet I beat you. I didn't this last time. I had none. <gasps> what are we talking? At the about? time before, I had like three. Chelsea's wow. never had a cavity. What a woman! I wish I could. Her I teeth are like that. always perfect, and, no. and she does have good teeth. I have like I get the buildups. I get the thing where they're just she's like plowing down. She's like I'm so sorry, and she's like scraping. And I'm like it's okay. She's, she's like just let me know if it gets I'm too sorry painful. Because you're crying. I'm holding my hands and I'm touching and I'm just. Bridget, I just, what up? I feel tears just streaming down my cheek. It was so painful. So, uh, typically. Um, I haven't. I remember the last time I had a cavity. It was after my freshman year of college. I came home, went to the dentist. My mom had shipped me uh, a little care package that was full of fruit roll-ups, and what a I had eaten them. And apparently, no amount of brushing takes that off. <gasps> that was the last time I ate fruit roll-ups as a 19-year-old. I probably shouldn't have been eating them anyway. But <laughs> no, you should. Uh, he's he's the homeboy that likes. But uh, I do like that kind fruit of stuff. Snacks oh, stuff. I love. However. The uh, that was the last time I had a, a cavity, and now every time I go in, you know they do the scrape, scrape, scrape thing. But then the dentist comes over and he goes, "You have good teeth. Get out of here." And I'm like, "All right, see you later." <laughs> Thanks, dude. It's awesome. So yeah, yeah mine's it's, there's no big. So kids had... don't eat fruit roll-ups. Yeah, and don't. You know yeah. what else you shouldn't do? This is I shouldn't. Even... She had six teeth pulled. Whoa. Hey, Bridgette, she's on the struggle Woo! bus of teeth with you. Bridgette, oh, me and you. Have teeth pulled. I've had seven cavities. Golly. Wait, is that total? So, yeah. well, no, you well, that's drink nothing. Uh, it's because of... I thought you meant it one time. Oh, it was like three, three, and three. Ugh. 
Yeah, there's I, something wrong with me. I don't know. Okay. Probably my diet. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell everybody <laughs> in this group because I love you all and I trust you. Oh, are, are we you about ready? To, are you about to, about to confess? I'm going to confess something that only works for me and I don't I don't condone it. I don't tell anybody else to do it. I feel like it's it, a big confession when you're doing it online. <laughs> well, I feel honored. Okay. Okay, tell us. I only brush my teeth once a day. I do too! <laughs> and I'll tell you the other reason. It goes back to my freshman year of college. I told myself when I moved to college, oh I'm like, gosh. I'm going to start brushing my teeth twice, right? I'm going to do oh better. So I brush my teeth that whole semester, two times a day, morning, night, religiously, every time. Never miss once. Morning, oh. night. I'm very much like that. I went and had those two cavities, and I was like, done. Not doing that again. I don't know what if it's like I just brush the I only brush natural once. Chelsea protection. and I and the girls only brush once a day, too. Okay. Wow. I've done, the, in- normal. I've done like- the interval where I've done... Okay, two times and went to the dentist still had cavities now this last time I've been only brushing once with the sonicare like all the right things yeah and he, he said you don't have any cavities so i was like so it doesn't matter like that's what, what if I've been you brush well the years. first time like you should be good you, is it morning or nighttime brush so oh. this is a good question that was the next question. okay okay so we need to throw this in the comments too are you a two times a day brush or are you three and times? if you're if you're two or time. one we don't judge if you you're completely grossed out by the three of us in here i'm so we need sorry to know that too but okay there's okay, only so i feel like there's it. only one correct answer though really for the one time a day brush? yes because it has to be in the morning oh <gasps> interesting no i brush when at you- night Okay, but, but I can like, I can get on board up? with that because you're brushing away the days. Exactly. But oh, I just want my you're mouth brushing. to be the freshest in the morning. So right. I'm, br- I'm a morning right. brusher too. Because like I can feel it on my teeth. Like, I can't the grime. go to bed without going. I got to get all of what I just ate all the day. Because oh. like between the night and the morning. See, I feel like you'd be I'm a doing some breathing, brusher. but I'm not eating anything while I'm at night. So I got to I sleep See? with clean teeth. I think that's and also throughout me. the morning to the evening. That's when I dirty them up for the nighttime. I well, I awesome. go ahead, Dalton. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I don't think I do it at night either because I'm not committed to not eating anymore. Like I'm a yeah. late night snacker, yeah. so I'm up at two a.m. That's me, but eating. I'm definitely not up at two a.m. I eat the popcorners, <laughs> chips, and drinks. You know? I stop drinking this healthy drink. I stop eating, and I don't know if it's because I'm concerned about weight management at this time. I, I have He's forced so myself skinny. to stop eating at certain it's times. It's so much healthier. And then I just, because like if it, once it gets past like 8, 30, 9, I don't eat at all. Is it bad for and you? Sometimes I want to. Yeah. Is it, it really? Well, because you can't digest it. You go to sleep, you just lay there, and then it's, and it's not good. It's not good for digestion. It's not good if for- If my teeth feel dirty at night, though, I do brush them. Okay. And I'm a tongue scraper, too. You ever oh, heard of the I, aura in brush? 100%. In my mind, you, mind, you were like a, tongue. you were one of those five-time-a-day brushers. People no. That I've tried it. You. I tried. And it didn't do anything. I still got cavities. Mouthwashes, I've tried them all. But I am I'm, but I am like a definitely organic toothpaste. No fluoride. Nobody's commenting on this. Is that because it's everyone's like, like, I'm out. Like they're, they're, yeah, they're either like, these ew. people are so disgusting. I'm never talking to Seth again. Or they're. Oh, they just talk to us from very far away because they, they do. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just an interesting thought. I thought that might actually generate some comments. Yeah. Noah, are you a once, twice, or zero times a day, or or if needed, as needed? <laughs> I have. I know people that. You're gonna have yeah. to pull your mic close to you because we don't. Really... Oh. Pretend like he has it. Yeah, I'll, once I'll... a day. You're once a day. <laughs> this whole room. Wow, that's wow. weird. No Cheers. We get along. I'm so I happy. To all of us. I think most people would completely hate us. That's true. Like if my teeth feel gritty before bed, I will brush before bed. Wow. I, w- I get up out of bed. If I, okay, one, I also never miss. 
Bridget. Bridget. I love it. She's talking. Okay. She brushes one time a day in the morning. And she uses peroxide. That's, that's it good. It whitens your teeth. Yep. That's good stuff. I did teeth whitening strips last night. I like it. Speaking of. The, uh, I don't know. I, I do it every day. There's no, wow. there's no stop. Like I don't miss days. Yeah. That's the other part for me. I, I only miss I, days if I like can't get out of bed because I'm so sick, which I, I did. never, even then I'm getting up brushing my teeth because I just, and I was definitely, especially before nighttime. To brush my teeth. All the gushing blood. I'll be in the middle of the fields in India brushing my teeth. That's like the one thing that's. I don't feel. Shower. Shower. (laughs) I wipe off with a baby wipe, but that's it. (laughs) But there's no. No. Man. There's no. There's no missing the teeth brushing. That's why they look like this at 43 years old. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you 43 yet? No. 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 Because his birthday is is next week on Wednesday. Oh. Oh, No, Thursday. Wednesday. No, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday because it's, we have a it doesn't matter. It's a big thing. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's uh, not wait. related to my birthday. It's what? Just Wednesday. It's classes. It's just. It's all Wednesday. about it's your Wednesday. birthday. Are you joking? It's Never. Seth Day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Doesn't need to be. Well. Uh, it's yeah. gonna be. Hey, Lori Burns. At least What's up? Tuesday. Lori. Hey. Do you brush your teeth, yeah. Lori? <laughs> Lori, the story? Welcome aboard. We were talking about Hi, teeth Lori. brushing. Te- I bet Lori is a two-time-a-day brusher. Oh, 100%. She's a morning evening 100%. brusher. Possibly even an after-lunch brusher. Yeah. She just always looks so good and so clean and so fresh. I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah. We, listen, I don't think anybody in our group is not that. I believe everyone around. I don't know. There's not a lot of people that don't look clean and fresh, mostly. We're in America. Mm. We're fairly good access to You know, I will supply. say that... I don't think about people's <gasps> brushing Bridget's teeth. on the 25th. Now that's more important. So we <gasps> got to remember Tuesday. that. That's Tuesday. Live at lunch. Right, birthday. That's right. I'm what? going to plan. I'm going to learn the birthday song and sing it to you. And I will rap. <laughs> I will rap for you. He knows it. I'm going to sing it in minor. In, or that, a different mode. Maybe scary. Mixolydian. I love it. I Lydian, oh, we're going to sing you your Phrygian. favorite song. I love it. What's your favorite song? Bridget. Bridget's favorite song is obviously... She's going to write it down, but I'm still waiting Lori to, Take to on me. admit to brushing her teeth once or twice a day. I don't know why. I, I, I think it's amazing. I've always gotten nothing but hate and condemnation when I tell people I only brush my teeth once. Really? Yeah, I'm, absolutely. So I don't the fact feel that alone So anymore. far, like, everybody I, that has actually said something is one time a day. She'll be 27. Awesome. What? Bridget will be 27. So Sorry. Old. Sorry. She her favorite song is My Jesus. Well, I oh listen, girl, done. you have to sing it. Home skillet, not her, not and you. And you have to sing it in her. a country accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, Seth was a is actually slip there. I know what I did. What uh, did you just say? I said, he not, said her. not her. her uh, <laughs> I mean, not her. Not ah. her. Not him. Well, Seth is singing it for you. So yes, um, you will no longer it think it's your be favorite really song. Good. Right, that moment, yeah, you'll go. Well, okay, I did like it. It's over. Yeah. Now. Oh, Lori, Lori Burns will brush her teeth three times if. She Boom. eats something on lunch wow. that demands a tooth brushing. What a woman. Boom. I knew Man. it. My parents go, are Lori. like definitely two times. But my sister had a lot of oral uh, surgery and Ooh. teeth and stuff like that. So she's like dev- like perfect Your oral sister hygiene. is one of the ones that has condemned me. Not and Devin. And Devin know, is also Devin perfectly structured at the brushing she, thing. So she is funny. one of the ones that she's was like, like <gasps> I was admitting it to the kids out wow. there. I was like, listen, kids, I'm a. if your dentist says brush two times a day, do it. But I don't do it. And they were always like, you could tell they were like, all right, yeah. I got some ammunition. Now mm-hmm. mom says I got to brush my teeth. Like, I already did it once today. Pastor Seth said you only have to do it once. Yeah, right? I oh also think gosh. it has to I do with what that. you eat. You're, you, have, you have a pretty good diet. And I think that has to do with yeah, what. I, do I did. 
I did find myself doing a little bit more. They didn't have any Colgate with... back in you know the 1600s. Well, they also didn't have teeth. That's <laughs> true. They had <laughs> they wood teeth. La- they didn't last as long. And I don't know teeth. if you've seen some people that don't take care of their teeth, but you. All right. Let me tell you about. Uh, well, here's the deal. We're at eight people here. That's pretty good. Uh, me, for those of you that Hannah, sat through this whole thing, Seth, Noah. Really sorry Noah. about that. I no, I haven't seen good. Gail today. Uh, Gail. Also, Carrie, I think, has become very busy around lunchtime. She comes back and watches it. Uh, Mimi will watch this, and mm. I just want to say hi, memes. And Eva Ray even told me that she watches it later. So but, Eva, so we have you, some post live watchers, this right? Post live. I remembered, and I said hello. So there you go. Uh, but thanks for watching us today on Live at Lunch. We are in the study of Acts. Yo. It's an incredible study, the incredible book. Obviously, it's part of the Bible. It's really good. Uh, I mean, it's so-so. But it's, I think for today, it's pretty good. For today, this is uh, this was this study today was very good for me to hear these kind of things. I think it's always encouraging to be reminded of. Uh, it's not all about it's about the glory. It's not always about mm. the high position. It sometimes. It's just about doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? And the, let the Holy Spirit lead you. But then also the, the warning of you know, being careful to not get into this, this, this rut. Uh, let's see, what did he end with? I wrote it down. Uh, yeah, we, we don't want to get comfortable. Get I just got a text end. from Sarah Moret saying, I'm watching right now, but I don't know how to comment. Holla! <laughs> Ask her how many times she brushes her teeth. It's got to be Sarah. the holla has to be the one time. Sarah. Sarah, you have to. I think she's a twice-a-dayer. She seems like a twice-a-dayer. Sarah Moret. I need to know how many times solid. you brush your teeth. My walk away from time. watching this study was Sorry, the simple phrase of serve where you are. Like You don't have yeah. to be you don't have to be anywhere special. Serve and where you are. everybody is called to something. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that a lot mm-hmm. on here. We've talked about that a lot uh, in a lot of different places. I'm trying to color in this little spot that has bothered me I'm, forever. I was rooting for you, but it didn't <laughs> no, work. This, 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 this pen, <laughs> pen was like, that, that's not paper. Sharpie needed to happen. Yeah, we wherever God has put you in whatever place it is, it doesn't mean you're going to stay there forever, but you must embrace the place that you are currently. Whatever God has given you the ability to do. And, and you know, when you're reading through the passage today, that some of them were were made to be food distributors. Right, they were the disciples were too busy to be doing all the food distribution. They needed to be doing the teaching and things like that, and so they assigned different people. That's where we, you know, like deacons and things like that. They started making leadership within the church, and those you have to think that there wasn't much. That was a position of influence, which at first is probably like, oh yeah, I'm important. I'm I'm a good person. It's not, it feels good to have a position of authority, but then eventually you go. I'm just a guy handing out food. They're mm. teaching the word. You know, they're going around to different churches and planting churches. I want to do that. And I think that's that's still the same mindset a lot of us have. Definitely. Is that if we're not up on stage leading worship, right? Which you got two people like that to do it in here and no one I get it. We're not cool enough. That's not uh true. we're not nearly as important. Um he doesn't mean that though. Like yes. that's the opposite Seriously. of what the, the truth of the scripture is. I would say too that the role you took on the facilities and being in charge of the facilities is what I've always called a thankless job because you only get notified if something's wrong. Right if everything is absolutely perfect, nobody, says nobody even knows. Not even a little bit. They typically find a lot of the things that uh, you didn't. The, that that they go out of their way to find other things. Mm-hmm. True, but okay, well, you know how what? Im- we need two more chairs. 
but you never had two more chairs. Well, yeah, we need them now. Or if you do good, they're like, well, we can do more now. How important is that, though? You know, like how important is it that every chair is set up? What if there were no chairs in the worship center set up for church? You would They're have no place fine. to Sit congregate. On the ground or stand up. It'd probably be actually great. If you go to connect to the Wi-Fi <laughs> and it all works, right. nobody knows to say, "Hey, you know, you're doing a great job keeping the Wi-Fi yeah. working or right. whatever." They it's it's, it's the same thing. But think about the trash guys. How important is mm-hmm. that role just in society of picking up trash? But they're a thankless job. Or you only know it if they don't show up. They go that on strike. Right. Yeah, yeah, they go on strike. All of a sudden, you're like, well, it smells. Yeah. Why? What smells Thomas that? James, what's going on? And Bridget said uh, she uses social media a lot to share the love of Jesus. Surprising how many people find inspiration from a Facebook post right. or just a story. That is exactly right, right? Mm-hmm. Some people think that that's just a nothing, but that's very important. It is a, it is a vital thing. Is if all, as any way that we can get the story, the the love of Jesus out and the message of Jesus out there, right. that's that's important. So that's good. Yeah, continue that. Continue doing that. Uh, yeah, we we often look at the positions that are in, a, in prestige. We do the same thing in the regular world too, right? Culture, uh, celebrities, and things like that get way more credit than what they really deserve. You know, most people think that a person that has millions of followers on youtube or instagram or something like that that they're like a prof- that they're the top of the field or that they're the best of the best when reality is they just have providing something right. that that somehow people have latched onto, mm-hmm. right they have some type of message that's important definitely doesn't mean that they're the best and i love the people that actually will stop and go hey listen i get it. i got a lot a big following but i'm i'm just a regular person that figured out something i'm good at this but I'm just a regular person in a lot of things. Not a lot of people do that. Not no, a lot in of fact, have that same they humility. start to have opinions and outside of their lane, and people will listen to that because of their status, and That's they right. have no right to be talking about that kind of stuff. Well, they definitely don't have the—they have the right to talk about it, but they definitely don't have the—they shouldn't be using that to influence that hmm. thought process, right? I mean, that's—yeah, You just because you build a big following doesn't mean— responsibly you should be offering things that you don't know a whole lot about. But such is life in 2022. <laughs> everybody has the ability to share all that they and believe everybody has is opinions. true, even though it's often quite wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go back to, let's talk about, you know, in, I wrote something down somewhere. It was pretty far down. Uh, let's just talk about, so like in the church, most people think, I'm not the pastor, I don't have to do anything. Uh, I'm not, uh, on the pastoral staff, or I don't work at the church. So, you know, I do my I do my job as a Christian, as a Christ follower, by just showing up. Sometimes, that's that is counter to what the Book of Acts is teaching us. It's counter to what the gospel actually teaches us. It's that's wrong. Sorry for those of you that may hold <laughs> on to that. Uh, that thought process as a Christ follower is is errant. Uh, you you have a mission. You have a purpose and you have a role as a Christ follower despite what you believe about your skill set and or position currently that must be embraced uh pastor Milt had a sermon series i don't know a long time ago where he said you know a lot of times we we like to say that i'm a i'm an attorney who also is a Christ follower our thought process must be flipped we must be a Christ follower who's also an attorney Right. And everything you do filters through the Christ follower first. Right. Even if, you know, I I think I read he was in the book we read 
uh, not in it to win it, where he talks about, you know, if you're a politician and you're a Christ follower, truly, you must run through the filter. Every decision you make is not necessarily what is best for my position or what is even best for my constituents, but what does Jesus teach me about this and how should I act appropriately based on that? If you're not, you're, you're going about it the wrong way. You're doing what is good for you or good for your position and then going, I wonder if that filters through Jesus's thing too, instead of saying, this is the foundation of what we do. And that's how, when you do that, you can embrace whatever role it is. Whether if you're a trash guy, which by the way, wanted to be a trash guy for most of my childhood, I uh, thought it was the coolest thing in the world. That's Did anybody awesome. else want to hang on the back of a tra- uh, trash truck? That would be pretty cool. Though, I, it's all I wanted to do was hang on the back of the trash truck. Don's my parents like, thought it was crazy. <laughs> I used to tell them all the time, and they're like, maybe you shoot higher. I'm like, well, that is that is the ultimate job. I wanted to smash things mm-hmm. in the back of the truck, and I wanted to hang Pull on. Pull the, the lever, Kronk. <laughs> I would say that every time. If I was a trash truck guy, uh, I'd be I'd be driving it sometimes, probably a lot of times because it stinks. But I'd be like, pull the lever, Kronk. <laughs> yeah, that's what you'd have your guys commanding you to do. Like, when you guys are ready for that thing to smash, that's what you have you to say. Tell me yeah. You tell me. And they say, have hey. to say, wrong lever. And then every <laughs> once in a while, I'm going to pull the wrong lever, and you're going to say. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to do it. I, it's all I wanted to do when I was growing up. I would run. <clears throat> when I hear the trash guys, I would run down there, and it all went black. The camera went off. Must have lost power. It died. Uh, now there's Camera's good. black section right oh, here. It's okay. Um the per- point is, that's a very noble job. Like you said, there's a vital role in those who are uh, refuse management removers, whatever oh, their right. role All right. Reaching, reaching. <laughs> if yeah. they don't do their job, we have a serious problem. Right. And their role is highly important. And if you're a Christ follower, you do that with everything you have. And anytime you have an influence to or an opportunity to share the gospel, you do it. Uh, and don't think of yourself as less. Uh, I worked at Jack in the Box growing up, and again, that's one of those things where you go. I mean, I made four twenty-five an hour. What? It was a pretty horrible job, uh, but I had the opportunity to work with people who needed Jesus. Hmm. And in everything that I tried to do, I wasn't perfect at it, but in everything that I did, said or acted, you want to try to represent Jesus in that role, whether you're behind the counter serving somebody a ultimate cheeseburger which is fantastic and i'm hungry right now or you were dealing with the people that you actually worked with which were some was sometimes very difficult uh oh he's not on camera anymore i was like man if you just saw that little move that noah did that was awesome he did a little ninja Uh, squat i will say though so i read an old book one time i'm pretty sure it was called what would jesus do i think it's it was a it's a super old book but it talked about a pastor did a social experiment but he asked some of his congregants to come forward after church and commit to a period of time, can't remember what it was, of following what would Jesus do in whatever, like you said, running that filter of, as a Christ follower, what is my choice? And for the higher positioned people, it was difficult. It made it difficult because they had to run in conflict with most of what was demanded of them. There was a newspaper guy that had to make hard decisions. There was somebody who owned a business that had to make hard decisions because they just they committed to and they followed through on it. What would Jesus do? Well, he wouldn't do that. And there started to be consequences. Some were good, some were bad um, with those choices. And what I saw in that book, too, was it's hard to be a politician and be successful and run everything through the filter as a Christ follower, to be a true Christ follower. 
it's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. And it, because it comes and it comes down to faith. Uh, Brigitte just said, "I want to do everything and I overwhelm myself." Sometimes I don't, I don't know how I'm touching you. I feel like I'm on my side. Uh, we're playing footsies under the table, and we keep trying and, to avoid. And, I, and, and I'm trying. You have a collision. I, like I feel like I'm too far over, but I'm I'm right here. Okay, that's not the middle of the okay. table. You stay on your lane. I'll stay in my lane. Because I can't focus if I keep touching your foot. Uh, <laughs> if I just touched his arm right now. Just throw him. Oh, how do you like this? Bam. <laughs> Brigitte, I think you fall into the category of what a lot of people want to do, too. We want to do it all. We want to save mm-hmm. the world. We're fired up. We want people to understand how great Jesus is. And you can find yourself flat out broken because you're not staying in that lane that God has put you in. You're trying to do everything. There are the Boundaries are okay. Boundaries are important. And bound, you have to understand what is it that God has specifically asked you to do. Don't pigeonhole yourself into that and. T- forever be open to where god starts moving and leading your heart but that's that's the thing right these guys that in acts that were were given the responsibility to be these food overseers and distributors we don't know but we're i'm pretty sure they didn't stay that forever because god they were like well this is what those guys told us to do they would have maybe some of them did but i think that uh it is important to understand that sometimes we need to Embrace what we are. Be open for what's yeah. next. Don't try to do everything. Don't feel like you have to do everything. Mm. Uh, the other part of that is Stephen recognized in the book of Acts. Stephen, not what some guy that we know, but the guy that we know from the Bible. Uh, he recognized what his role was, and he did it with gusto all the way to the point of death. Now, most of us won't be taken to the point of death for what we believe, thankfully. Uh, but... In the audience, in his sphere of influence, his mission was to glorify Jesus, make him known. That's our responsibility. Whether they choose to accept it or not is not our responsibility. And whether or not they choose to accept it, act on it, and make changes in their life is not our job to judge them or to make them feel worse about themselves because they have not made that decision. And I think that's important for people to hear because we want people so desperately, specifically our kids, specifically our family, specifically the people that are the closest to us, we want them to know Jesus. We want them to be in heaven someday. We want them to, to understand the love and joy and peace and passion and all the things that we have. And sometimes because we want that so badly, we, we cross that line into the Holy Spirit's responsibility. Right, We start making them feel bad because they haven't made that decision. Instead of saying, okay, I've done my part. I have shown them the love of Jesus. I have told them about the love of Jesus. Now I'm going to trust that they know the love of Jesus and that that the Holy Spirit would move in their heart. And for some people, as Stephen found out, they're not going to respond positively to the gospel. They're going to push it away. I don't know why. Everyone has the opportunity. I believe everyone has the opportunity to accept Christ as Savior, but I believe also that not everybody will. Oh, yeah. Right? But we like to think that, for some reason, we're in charge of that. And we've talked about that a lot on this thing before. It's not our responsibility. Their response is not our responsibility. But we hold that burden, don't we? Mm-hmm. And we feel defeated. And, yeah. and it can be discouraging, and then you can walk away and not want to keep pursuing it. Mm-hmm. You can feel like, man, I'm, I, I did something wrong or I need to do something else. And again, that's why some people convince themselves that it's okay to berate people, right? Especially their kids or, you know, maybe an older child or an adult child that, that hasn't found Jesus. They, 
you, you feel the need to say, don't do those kind of things. Don't like this. You need to be, you need to be like Jesus. And those people are going, man, I'm not ready for that yet. I haven't made that decision. Mm-hmm. I want to see how you're going to respond to that. And our only response is to love them, yeah. regardless of how they act or receive that. And that's not comfortable. That's not the way we would like. We like to control things. We want to show them love, share them Jesus, watch them accept Christ, and live a fantastic life after that. It and, it's not the way it works. And if we're going to attribute their salvation to ourselves, we'll also attribute their lack of confession to our defeat, right? They go, they go hand in hand. We, we want, because we are who we are, the reason why there are celebrities in positions of, of power and influence is because we want to be elevated. Mm-hmm. We want credit, we want power, and we want influence. And so when somebody confesses and, and they are saved, we want to be a part of it, and we want, we want a piece of the responsibility. Right. We want and, the recognition. And, and, mm-hmm. and that also, I think, also kind of channels into that, the reason why we feel defeated. Because when you, when you love someone, love is not an action that gets you recognition. Love is an action that puts you beneath someone and considering others better than yourselves and sacrificing yourself. And there's not a huge amount of recognition for loving someone. Yeah, and we that's that's typically not the method that we use, right? Bridget says I think I think people run away from it because of shame. If you if you use the shame tactic, yeah, you're going to push away more people than you're going to uh, attract, right? You catch more flies with honey than whatever else <laughs> the other thing is. Vinegar. Vinegar. Yeah. And it's also you you we've, we talked about this. I think you said it like four sessions ago. Four studies ago. The Bible loves people in the change. The world shames people in the change. Mm-hmm. Which one works? And which one yeah, which one do you want to be a part of? Right? I I don't want I I never want to push somebody away from the gospel. Period. And if you love them in the way that you just explained, if you love them the way that Christ showed us love, by loving us first before we even deserved it, before we even accepted it, before we even knew that we needed it, that's how that's what makes people run to you. The other way does not. Uh, demanding a certain life, de- demanding a certain expectation, those types of things don't draw people to the Savior. They t- if anything, that pushes them away, especially in 2022. But it's been the case in forever. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we need to be careful about that. Now, does that mean that you don't have a standard to live to as a Christ follower? Of course not. No, that's, that's on the other side of it. On the other side of it, there is a standard. That same love standard. What does love require of me? That's the, that's the real question. What, what does love require of me is your new standard for, for a Christ follower? And, you know, you, you, Old Testament, Old Covenant, we, we ran by a lot of rules and do's and don'ts and thou's and thou not, thou shall not, all those things. Now it is love, what does love require of me? What did Jesus say? Jesus told us to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and spirit, and to love our neighbors ourself. That's, that's the truth. And if you're doing anything other than that, if you're trying to demand your own way, you're trying to coerce somebody to follow what you believe, what you believe, it's not going to work. 
you might be able to influence them like you know we used to say all the time i could probably talk any kid into following jesus or making a profession of faith to follow jesus but that's not the heart change the life change Mm -hmm. that we desire you could manipulate somebody i mean car dealers do it all the time to making a decision just because of the overwhelming pressure that they feel but that's not the heart change and the life change that we're looking for. Which you assume the role of Holy Spirit at that point. You yeah, make exactly. The Holy Spirit. And we're really not <laughs> equipped to be the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Really not. At not. All. You just got to love unconditionally and be supportive without pushing the gospel on them. Just show love and pray for them that God, that God will soften their heart or work in their life in a way that only He can. That's right. Mm. Bridgette, that's the model. That's what we're trying to do is to not be the Holy Spirit, but to love people the way that christ loved them so that they can see that love of christ in us and the gospel is love the gospel is how we live gospel living that our testimony is what overcomes too and so the the power that we possess is in our love i was trying to explain it to aniston about love and how much stronger love is than hate than jealousy than than friendships that are going uh you know uh being problematic than attitude love breaks through love will always conquer love will always win because every time we watch a movie she always tells peanut which is her younger sister it's okay her peanut. Real name is penelope her real name yeah. is penelope. Penelope. he didn't name his kid peanut <laughs> but he does call her that constantly um everybody does uh it was my nickname first but sure. everybody took yeah it. i'm sure for a girl it'll be no problem growing up no problem at all <laughs> she'll always say don't worry peanut the good guys will win. Hmm. And so I think we, we can go through life. And we talked about that with, with uh, the last study we did when Tim, Tim Keller said, what if we lived in light that we're, we're on our way to the feast? Yeah. I, and I think the, the what is our definition of win? That's well, the other yeah. part, right? Like that's, that's, I think, what gets people to feel the injustice in their life to feel that they've been wronged or that God didn't do what he said he was going to do. But it's because our definition of what winning is, is wrong. Our definition of winning should be, did we love those people? Then we won because our responsibility is not for them to to, uh, like, you know, the Disney illustration is interesting. A lot of times the good guys win in a, in a, in a movie like that. But the reality is that's not life. And Stephen found out in acts that his ultimate win was to give his life. That's, that's what we have to be careful of, right? If you think everything's going to be roses and you tell people, Hey, you, you come follow Jesus and everything's going to just be better. You're leading them down a very dangerous path, which is what he said last week. He, we, we we now have the power because it's going to be harder. That's right. To walk the harder road. And when you are in leadership, when you're, when you're doing what you're called to do, uh, for, for Christ, for the church, you're, you're now opening yourself up to, more attacks, right? We always say all the time, if we're being attacked, if things are going on in our life right now, it's because we're doing something mm-hmm. and Satan doesn't like it. And he's he's trying to push. If, if Satan's leaving, leaving you alone constantly, you might want to look at what you're doing in your life <laughs> because it, if you're not under a lot of intense pressure and attacks, then you need to do something. You well, you're not, you're not going to battle. Yeah, That's you're not thing. in battle. You're standing in the back. You're in the tent. You're doing whatever it is that people that are safe are doing. And, and you know, we we 
we need to be prepared for that persecution and we need to understand that it is going to come and we need to be careful not to explain to people hey you come to jesus and your life is going to be better you're going to have a full-time job you're going to have plenty of money you're going to have all of these things that the american culture has put on us that's not true at all there are plenty of christ followers all around the world who are living in abject poverty and don't even know where their next meal is coming from but they have hope in jesus and that's what separates us the hope that we have the love that we understand the love that we have received from christ so that we can have salvation from our sins the thing the, the one and only thing that we can't ever we couldn't ever overcome was our own sin Christ did that for us. That's what we have to embrace. And know that life will be better, especially when you change your definition of what better looks like. And that's winning. I mean, he Stephen was happy to be stoned to die for love, for his choice, because and, and he didn't know it, but it would spark that um, the faith and the gospel going out further and further. It's scattering. And that's that's exciting to see you don't know it. I mean, I'm sure he does know it now as he's watched it. I don't know how all that works. But Stephen? Certain, yeah. yeah. He does. He definitely knows it now. It says it right here. He looked to heaven, saw Jesus standing to welcome in for his glory. What I'm saying is he to see how the gospel message spread out. Well, he knows that that, I mean, but, but that's not what you know. What you have to be faithful to is loving. That's right. Your death may not lead to a spark that goes across India for salvation, but and and I don't think you'll die. We we've said that before. But that sacrifice, that's the winning. Loving and losing, that's winning. And our job is not to worry about what the end end is. We don't know where our part is. Again, as humans, we are finite. We have a beginning. We have an end. And so we like to think that if we do this, then we're going to wrap it up at the end. We like to think that it's like the movie where there may be trouble along the way, but we're going to f- see the end of it and understand it. Stephen didn't understand that. Stephen didn't get to see the end. He's a part of the process. We most likely are part of the process. We are just a we're a we're a middle piece within this giant plan that's coming together. And when you embrace that, first off, it allows you to have the humility that you need to go, okay, I'm not the end of this. I'm not even a I'm not any of this other than just the part that I play. And for some, it might be a big part. Some people, it might be an incredibly uh, public part. But for, for, for many of us, it is the part that most people will never know. But it is, what, it is what Christ has called us to. And that's what we should accept. Whatever it might be, that's what we should accept. Hello, Donna. Good to see you today. Welcome. She got a comment in. Still, I'm going to give uh, Sarah a hard time for not being able to comment. That's hilarious. And she also said she brushed her teeth more than twice a day. More than twice a day. Whoa. Yeah. Figured it. Knew yeah. it. She's, she has nice teeth, and uh, she just seems like that type of clean mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. All of us dirty people in here. Right? I know. <laughs> I know. None of these, no, nobody out there is going to be close talking to us for the next time. Uh, <laughs> no, that's what I said. They're well, going to be like, hey, <laughs> yeah. stay over there. Six feet away, breath. please. Yeah. I just like to mask my bad morning halitosis with a good cup of coffee really just riles it all up wow in sure it's fantastic bruise it up all right well it's 12 49 wow holy moly uh that was great we spent a lot of time talking about teeth and uh then some other stuff so uh what do you got for us today hannah what's our slang word of the day that hopefully <gasps> is not our oh my gosh okay um, I promise this is not a bad word. It sounds a little crazy, but it's not. Which, Kay. by the way, I brought. I watched last week's episode <laughs> and saw the word, and I agree with Noah. 
Yeah, I, probably I dangerous. Out. I I figured out. It it. We definitely I don't. Told, we definitely don't want to like send people over to that song. Yeah, I told Kason that I was bad. a stand of him, and he said, "Ew, that's cringy." <laughs> and I was like, "You okay. want to know another word that you can say to him now?" Okay, okay. well, is this safe? Yes, I did all my research. I'm gonna have to put the e tab next to us. On I'm the, sorry, uh, guys. Podcasting. I'm sorry. Okay, the word is chuggy. Chuggy. <laughs> I'll okay. give you. I'll give you how to spell it. Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. yeah can you use it in a sentence? Is it a verb? Is it an adjective? Like, I do, Noah doesn't even know. It. I don't. C H E U G Y. Chuggy. That's a weird. If okay. you have that's one, that's not a word. It <laughs> is. I know words. That's not a word. C H C H E U G Y. Anybody in the comments Chuge. know what that is? Okay. What is it? I want you to guess first. Okay, chuggy. Just a random guess. It is a uh, way that people eat food that causes okay. a lot of slobber. Oh, okay. Chuggy. It is when <laughs> like you have a lot of congestion, <laughs> but you can't mm. kind of cough it up. It that's just okay. stays I in your like throat. I feel like that's flugy. No, oh. that is a word. <laughs> chuggy. Okay. All right, what is it? I don't know. Okay, do you have a guess, Noah? Something and some. It's like bougie and something mixed would be my guess. Okay, all right. Chuggy bougie. Okay. So Whichever chuggy one uses means wrong. when something is not trendy anymore. So like, okay, I'm not bougie. Like who, who, not. Who, who is this Cardi B? So literally, like, like so. Okay, let me use it in a sentence. Please. <laughs> Y'all don't know what that is. Okay, so if say <laughs> say that like. Your sh- your your Columbia jacket's really okay. nice though, right? But somebody could say, "Oh, that's chuggy," because that's, people wore it into 2010. You know what I mean? Or like, no, that wasn't a roast. That wasn't a roast. Or, <laughs> um, he's right now. He's dying. Sarah. No, welcome. Hi, Sarah. Gross. She made I it. I agree, Sarah. It is gross. Which part? So chuggy is gross. Chuggy is kind or of gross. The yeah, it's part, like not trendy. The fact that we don't brush our teeth more than once a day. I don't know. There's, There's a lot. A lot. Of we can talk Brushing about your gross. teeth twice a day, chuggy. Chuggy. Yes, not no, trendy. Is that the way? It, it's not. trendy. It could be. It's not trendy. So it's like an adjective. It's an adjective. Yeah. Kind of so like, like Facebook's no longer chuggy. Facebook is chuggy. Yeah. No longer. It's that's right. Be a double yeah. Negative. Sorry. Yeah. Right. You're double negative. Facebook is right. chuggy. Totally chuggy. Or like if somebody wears like a pair of Sperry's. Can you call it like Sperry's? Sperry's? Do I remember Sperry's? I Chugies. love Sperry's. Oh, it's chuggy. Mm-hmm. They're they're chuggy now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What is what is now good? Hey dude. Oh, hey dudes are better. No. Hey dudes. Or y'all remember Jandals? Jandals yes. with the the Jesus sandals. Those are chuggy. They're long gone. Oh, okay. They're not trendy anymore. Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks are still in. I love my Birkenstocks. But the precursor to Birkenstocks were jandals and Crocs. Crocs, I personally think are chuggy, but that's fine. I just really don't understand. You actually use this word? Yeah. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially like with decor and stuff. When we call chuggy chuggy. Chuggy. It's when Chuggy is delightful. So I choot choot. Oh my god. Yesterday we were having we had a text thread and there were some comments and then there was some more comments, and then uh, the person that started the the text thread said, "Hey, y'all are making me feel old." And so then we started throwing in some not old slang. I was having to be in the car be? with my daughter. Well, mm-hmm. I was in the daughter. I was in the car with my daughter, and she said, "I said, hey, listen, I don't. What could, if I said bet? <laughs> would that be like yes, sir?" And she's like, "Yeah, it kind of would." But she goes, "Most people would say like I bet." I bet. And yeah. And I was like, 
yes, it's so it dumb. just feels my wrong. favorite part of when it he said wrong. that was there was an apostrophe before it too he couldn't just say i, could, I, I had and i had to quote it it was like I, and i said as the kids say it was horrible oh, i was like amazing. i think it took away everything but, I just couldn't bring people myself say to bet just, all the time just bet too. or but I think bet might be moving into the chuggy stage it might people use it that might as much anymore yeah I'm convinced. I, I don't know. I hear it all the time. Every this other whole part of the show. You know what? I don't know if people actually like this. They're, we're down to nine people, so probably You know not. what? Uh, but the, those that are... Uh, but the more you know. Not chuggy. Those people that are not chuggy, <laughs> they're sticking around. If you don't have a Right Now Media account, it's super easy. Go to our website, m1bc.org. Go to the Watch tab. You remembered. It's at the bottom. It says Get Right Now Media, unless you'll change Get it. Get it. I don't even know. Like I, I, I'm not in charge of any of this stuff anymore. We haven't changed so everything Everything keeps yet. changing. Yeah, no, I actually changed changing. something though, but She's I didn't been mean to. Stuff like crazy. <laughs> I didn't mean Anna's to. And changing things like crazy. Uh, check out our website; it's updated. It's fresh. It's not chuggy. It's fantastic. No, it's it, still chuggy. We're it's, we're working on it. We have well, again, we're gonna have a grand release. I was it, the one that created it. No, it's. <laughs> and there fine. I go touching his arm again. You did, yeah. That's uh, whole that's chuggy apparently. That's um, fine, I get it. Two eight one three four three thirty thirty three. If you want to text us and. And we'll pray for you, or you want to text us to say hey, or more information, or anything you want. Um, if you want the definition for chuggy, or if you want to say, please stop saying chuggy. Yeah. Well, you know, two eight one three four three thirty thirty. 3433. Okay. Lori Burns. Lori Burns. Said apparently farm style it. decor is chuggy. That is a preference, and I completely agree. But Bridget thinks it's cute. She does. So. She does. See, that's what I'm saying. And Bridget also said that the first time she heard, I bet she was confused. Because they didn't say that in Vegas. Mm. Culture is a huge thing. Right. You go to different places and it's like, I, I sometimes go to places and I feel like, oh my gosh, we are so behind the times. Right. And then I go to other places and I'm like, these people are stuck in the 80s. Mm -hmm. it, it's all about where you live and where what's going on and everything's different. And Farm style, I loved it. But now I'm as oh. as I've just gone. I like more minimalist. Right, Modern. I'm moving towards that. Mm -hmm. And we'll wait. You know, listen. Mark it down. Time stamp it. In about six months, we'll have something else. It's true. Everything's always. I do moving. like boho. See, it's coming up. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I do uh, like boho. I, I know that I gotta go. So, uh, <laughs> I, I gotta go too. Thanks so much for joining us today. It's Love been a pleasure. All. Love Goodbye. you all. This has been fantastic. Thanks so much for all the comments. If you're watching this afterwards. We appreciate you too. Love Even though you weren't on live, you should check we, us out live. You know what? Hit what I gotta like say to everybody: go brush your teeth. No, please. Wait till tonight. All right. Or the, or the morning. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>